Welcome to What's Next Mel podcast, a vibey joint for millennial women where we are finally giving ourselves permission to live our best, luxurious, carefree lives. On this show, you can expect to hear raw and unfiltered content from both the male and female perspective, talking all things career, self-love, and relationships. This is the ultimate tea time session, so get your wine ready, get comfortable, and open your mind to insight on what's next. Welcome back to What's Next, Mel. I'm your host, Mel, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jacqueline. So Jacqueline in Sweet is a certified holistic life and wellness coach, registered yoga teacher, and creator of Vibes and Safe Spaces. Her passion and mission is to empower women to live a life of authenticity through wellness inspired her to create Sweet Life, Sweet Life Sundays, a lifestyle wellness brand founded by Jackie in 2016, creating a sacred space that's chill, inviting, and relatable for women of color. To heal, release, and restore in their divine feminine energy is what Jacqueline prides herself in. One of Jacqueline's favorite quotes to live by is, success is a child of audacity live boldly so I definitely kind of want to like just how that ended where (laughs) did you like get the quote from how did that like inspire you to like get you into creating sweet life Sundays and like get into like holistic lifestyle yeah that's like really getting right into it Um, (laughs) so I love that quote because um I've always been since I was a young girl, um, now into, you know, womanhood, I've always went after what I desired, like, you know, for myself and for my life to be like. And because of like my upbringing and my background, um, you know, I am from a small town in New Jersey. I've been living in LA for eight years now, but Mm -hmm. um, there weren't many resources like for me where I come from. And, you know, I grew up in a single parent household. So, you know, usually people who come from those type of backgrounds, like typically, you know, everything isn't laid out for you just mm-hmm. on a silver platter. Right. Um, but I knew that I was never limited by what I could accomplish and do through that. And, you know, that, that sounds cliche, but I think once, you know, you've, you've um, gone after like, you know, your goals and I still have a lot more to accomplish. You just know that it's like a by any means necessary type of thing. Of course, you know, you don't hurt anyone along the process, right? right. but by any means necessary, like in terms of like the audacity, right? Like you hear people say like, oh my gosh, such and such, he had the audacity or Mm -hmm. she had the audacity and it seems like a negative thing. However, that just means to be bold, take charge, be fierce. And I think when you want something and you know you have an idea of what you want for yourself and your life to look like, you have to do all of those things. I always just love that quote. And um, I created an e-workbook last summer called um, the Audacity e-workbook, which lines out like how you can accomplish, you know, your goals, like having a plan and then which like each pillar what does that mean and look like for you so that's like just a little bit of where that came from okay that's cool and I definitely I can relate to that because um I came from my parents getting divorced when I was around 10 and so like going to that like bouncing back and forth um between homes and Mm -hmm. I'm also an only child so the independency and just like striving because I'm like I don't want this for my future self 
right. like this environment and I also don't want this for my future like family and kids that I have down the line it just pushed you like you know just like push you to like get out of your comfort zone and really like go after mm-hmm. like you said go after your goals and like the things that you want and not feel like they're not attainable right um because I definitely feel there's some people in my um that like also grew up in the same background and environment feel like those things you know but just from you know tv or just like what Mm -hmm. people say especially older generations of like that it's not attainable but it really is and that you don't have to really like conform like my biggest thing is really like just people feeling like they have to conform to society's like views and thinking process of like if that's the environment you grew up in like that's the only environment that you can stay right um so that's why um I can relate to that and I definitely understand that that makes a lot of sense. For sure. Um, so definitely let us know, like, how did you get into holistic wellness? Like, what, how did that, like, transpire? And, like, what have you um, been doing with it? Obviously, I know you created Sweet Life Sunday. So definitely how that led into that. So I could say that just growing up, um, like I said, uh, my mom, it was just her and I in the house. And she had some holistic practices that I just didn't know were, that's what it was called Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I was young. And um, I always reminisce about me being, I want to say I was probably like eight or nine. And I was so just like in awe of Queen Afua's Sacred Woman book because my mom had it in the cover especially when you're like young and you know it's that like lavender purple color with this mystic woman on there mm-hmm. I was just like oh my goodness like you know I would like I would just flip through the pages not really knowing what was going on but would like see um some of like the recipes for like different teas and stuff like that and um my mom pretty much we weren't it's not like we were vegan or anything but there were just already mindful practices there. got it you know um our house always like the living room always smelled like nog champa incense. So, you know, and I was born in the nineties, like 19. Okay. Yeah. So left eye, my mom had me young left. eye was like a big influence for her. And so um, if anybody like is around my age, like, you know, um, before left eye departed, like she was like really into like Mercedes and like all of that and spent time in Honduras. My dad's family's from Belize. So a lot of that was pretty much influential in just early stages of my life, you know, here and there, like sea moss being put in my waffles and I didn't even know. Uh (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just, but I didn't know that these type of um, practices were holistic, you know, practices and like ways of living. And um, my mom is just like very book heavy. So I didn't really grow up watching TV. Like most of my time was spent in Barnes and Nobles and I would just like read books over and over again, front to back. And I would then like go into her bookshelf and start reading different things um, and educating myself. But I just don't think I knew the power of um, holism or holistic, you know, lifestyle back then. I just knew that it was good for you. And then that translated into like, as I got older, like college and stuff, like, you know, I gave up um, like cow's milk and and all that stuff, but that was like by my own choosing and I did yoga and stuff in high school. So I was always very active, but I think once I moved out to LA, because I don't like, I moved out here alone at 
23, so I don't have family here. That's when I really went on my own like journey to self and which is continuous. Um, but that's when I really, really, really got into a whole um, holistic lifestyle and just diving deeper into it. Okay. Um, I definitely agree. I mean, I was born in the 90s as well. So I definitely um, know. And I think even to like started to like dig and dive deeper a little bit into like how you brought up like I love that you brought up like the left eye and um, mm-hmm. like her like spiritual journey before she passed. I think a lot of people don't really understand it. And I don't want to get too much into it because I know some people have different, you know, um, thoughts and like comments on um, her spiritual journey (laughs) and yeah and just like everything that kind of like was going through her mind before um she passed um like that's also that's also a whole other conversation (laughs) but um I definitely I feel like when you're younger especially when you have like you know people around you who do those practices and don't realize that you also like do them it you know feeds your spirit and when you get older it starts to just become a natural thing that you do um and I just recently moved to LA like a couple months ago from New York and I don't know I definitely I don't know maybe it's something in the LA air but I feel like and even before while I was in New York I was I'm practicing like more of getting like in tune to my spiritual journey but I definitely feel like here I've been more like pushing it like really hard in the sense of like I really took a moment where I wasn't really talking to anyone for like the past like two weeks like (laughs) really like honing into a holistic life and like a lifestyle Mm -hmm. because I just seen how much peace it brought me. I love that you like just brought that up. Like I'm over here cheesing like, <laughs> as soon as you said that you, um, you know, went like about two weeks now without talking to people. I'm I'm back in that season. Mm-hmm. So I took a break from social for a month. Um, it wasn't intentional for it to be a month and it probably would have been longer than that. But I had some things to fulfill mm-hmm. for social and um you know, when I told my friends and like, you know, just people who checked in on me that I was on a social break, they thought it was just social media, but I'm like, no, like social, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like interacting. And I was just like, I'm big on not saying like, you know how people are like, no, it's not personal or whatever. I mean, I guess it's relative, but for me, it is personal. And I don't right. know I'm saying that it doesn't have to do more so with them. It's personal for me. Right. So um, I'm still on that break in terms of like, I'll be on social every now and then, but not as active as I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's in terms of like speaking to people and stuff, I haven't like the only person that I really have contact with is like my partner and then whoever I'm doing business with at the time, like, you know, you and I have communicated via email and right. through this podcast and certain things for my business. But other than that, I, I, really relate to you when you said that you know you really just felt at peace and for me it's times where you you need to get back to peace and right I'm at right now like I'm getting back to peace yeah I feel like you know the obviously the holidays everything happening like it just it was a lot it was very like overwhelming and I think it's just like I had to take a step back I'm like okay like let's take a little bit of a pause for a minute um 
And I like saw, and I think this is what also, I wouldn't say it triggered me, but it definitely helps push me into this like peace moment. I think, you know, again, like I think the two weeks isn't enough um is that you know I was shedding the old version of myself from Mm -hmm. New York because like obviously I'm in LA now and I want LA to be a permanent for me and it's like I had to let go of that New York version of me and Mm -hmm. you know still have obviously things from New York but I'm not that same person of like the goals and things I wanted is definitely a little bit different or even how I thought in high school of where I thought I would be at this age, getting ready to like turn 30 in two months of like Mm -hmm. what I thought I, where I would be and what I wanted is completely different. And I feel like I needed to be in that peace and solitude Mm -hmm. to understand that and be happy with that. And I saw this like tweet the other day and this is where I was like, let me, this is where I'm at is that I stopped like basically she was like I stopped like talking to everybody and my life has been great it's a little boring but it's great and I was like you know the peace is way more valuable than like me having that alone you know feeling that like alone or like not being around people or like not talking to anyone and being bored the peace has been outweighed that tremendously And sometimes, like, for some people, depending on where they're at and why they're doing it, like, why they're choosing to go that route, it's it may be lonely in the beginning, right? And it's fine to feel that discomfort, and it's fine to have that feeling of loneliness. Um, I don't think that it lasts, like, you know, like, because once you start purging different parts of yourself um, or different feelings you start to like really reach that peace and you appreciate it so much more. But I find like the people that do experience that loneliness, it's not for, it's not everyone who experienced it, but some it's because they truly have like not had a chance to appreciate their own solitude. Mm-hmm, so it mm-hmm. feels like very uncomfortable. Um, and like for you and I, I think both being like, you know, only children are raised as a only child. Um, you know, you're kind of used to being alone to a certain degree. And for me, I really, really appreciate solitude. Right. And I feel like, honestly, you know, for me, I thrive in the solitude. And Mm -hmm. I think that was always, even still a little bit as I get older, when I do do these things, like when I, you know, I'll put my my phone on airplane mode for like days and not talk to anyone. And people will be, you know, obviously I have the people who will check up on me, but there's the people that don't understand like how I can do that and be so comfortable with it and not Mm -hmm. just, you know, be on my phone consistently. And I'm like, I need to like take a reset, like spiritually more, like most importantly, but also just like in, you know, the mental space. And I can't always be on the go. And, you know, that used to be one of my things in, like, when I was younger in, like, pre-K and, like, kindergarten all this stuff was that I didn't like to share anyway because I was the only child. So (laughs) it was always still a little bit of an issue growing up. So I think that that's why now, like, 
I'm just trying to establish, I guess, that boundary with some of my friends. My Some of my friends who've known me for, like, years, they kind of understand. But, like, some of the mm-hmm. new people that I meet, they're kind of, like, confused. Of like, oh, like, why are you not answering me? And I'm like, I'm going to answer you. It's just not going to be on the time that you want it to be answered. Right, right. Same. I can absolutely relate to that, especially new friendships that I've developed. And it was during the part of me, like, the point of me taking my break. Um they probably they felt like oh what's going on and mm-hmm. oh my goodness and I'm just like you know sometimes certain things are worth explaining um and then if somebody doesn't get it they just don't get it right maybe that's something they you know if they're really that interested they'll look into on their own time but um I wouldn't want you know someone going into that like and taking time for themselves to feel like they have to explain every little detail Mm-hmm. because you don't have to right exactly and I think that's where also too I think I was in the beginning of my spiritual journey where I felt like I had to always explain myself to people who didn't understand because like they're just like why are you going ghost or like why are you doing this or why are you doing that and I would always just over explain myself where now I'm at the point of like I just say what it is like if you don't understand I just I'm not going to because even when even if you still don't understand you don't practice it and you don't right. want to. So it's like, you're going to be judgmental about it anyway. So I'd rather just not even have that conversation. Exactly. Totally and, relate to that. And even when like in social media, when I like see, you know, people bring up like holistic, um, especially like not on Twitter, but more maybe on Instagram, but like, you know, people will have that judgmental like aspect. And it's just like, maybe if you really sat and really, either did it for yourself or really like digged into it deep and reading about it and really learning about it, you would understand why this person is doing that or saying that. Right. Right. Um, But that, mm -hmm. Oh, I was just saying like, that's spot on for real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. Some people just that judgmental can't get out of it, but I wanted to ask and like bring up like, so you created Sweet Life Sundays in 2016. So I wanted to like know where the inspiration came from and what it is and like how people can connect um, through that. Absolutely. So um, pretty much it's funny because you said that you are either from New York or you lived in in New York before coming here. So I'm from Jersey. Mm -hmm. So um, I moved out to LA in 2013. Yeah, 2013. I was 23. And um, I had worked a few different jobs. And then I freelanced. And during my freelance um, time period, I had worked at SoulCycle part time. But that was like really short lived. And then I went full time for them um, as an operations manager. Mm -hmm. And I loved my time at SoulCycle. Um, I learned so much. However, being in LA and I am definitely one of those black girls like the hashtag you know black girl luxury or whatever I definitely use the um the I hear that right okay I am here for that that's exactly me as well yeah I'm I am definitely um I dabble in that sector so I like nice things and I like to treat myself to nice things and indulge in all of that and but more so in the wellness aspect, I'm not like I'm, I could be a shoes and bags girl or whatever, but like I don't want to pay for it. But when it comes to splurging on myself for health and wellness, I'm definitely going to do that. So I noticed 
during my time um, in health and wellness in terms of like the studios and stuff, I didn't see a lot of women that looked like me, um, whether I was going to like uh, boutique fitness classes, sound baths, um, you know, just different self-care places like acupuncture. And so I would show up in these spaces and sometimes I always like know that I'm worthy to be in a place, but I'm also a person that likes to connect intentionally. Right. And certain things like in terms of a sound bath or, you know, a sister circle or whatever the case may be, it's sometimes it doesn't speak to you all the time, especially like if you may not be the target audience for that. So I was like, you know, I know there is other bougie black girls Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, in wellness. Those were my exact thoughts. And I was like, where are they? So in 2016, it was September 11th, actually, I had my first um, event for Sweet Life Sundays. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I want to connect. And so that meant that I was in LA for basically three years at that point. And I was just like, I'm going to have this event. I don't really know too many people. I'm going to put this on Eventbrite and whoever comes, comes. And I was on ClassPass at the moment. So I built relationships with different um, fitness studios that I went to. So that's where I had my first one at and I was able to do it there um, complimentary. So I was very excited about that. So shout out to the bridge movement because they were the first people to like let me have their space oh my god it's amazing yeah and so we did a booty yoga class b-u-t-i so I love that it was booty yoga because um that is from like African like ancestry and like movement um it really focused on like the sacral chakra and it was just like it was perfect for us like it was (laughs) great and there a majority of the women there were black um there were about two or three women who were not and so i say that to say like sweet life sundays isn't just for black women but i tailor it to black women i'm a black woman right right (laughs) um that's where the need came from and so um a nice amount of women showed up and it was just aligned so perfectly three of the women that came, I am very close friends with to this day. One of them basic, well, two of them actually are like my sisters. I've been there for like when they've had their babies. Um, It's just, it's just a really beautiful community. Mm, That's amazing. Yeah. And I, I did a few events after that. So pretty much Sweet Life Sunday started off as just a series of wellness and self-care events. And it wasn't like my full-time job or anything. So it got to a point that things weren't that consistent um, Mm -hmm. for the events because I moved up at soul cycle and I was helping them open new studios and stuff like that. So um, it got to the point though, that I really missed it. And I was just like, I want to go full fledged with this. And when 2020 came, I always bring this up because I made a vision board in 2016. I don't make vision boards all the time. Um, I think they are great, but you just got to know what's what works for you and like right. what doesn't. I'm not about to just be creating <clears throat> boards because it's the thing to do. Right. <laughs> right. So I did make one in 2016. And I remember I had like um, something with yoga on there and I uh, my background. So my degrees are in social work. And um, I had been doing yoga since I was in high school. So I had like yoga on there. I had life coach and I had like a few other things. So 20, that was 2016. When 2020 came, I feel like because all of us, well, most of us 
were in this whirlwind and really just kind of going through the motions of what we didn't even know was to come. Right. We had time in our, on our hands. So everything had came to me because 2020 was a year that intentionality, like just being intentional and intentionality was like very, very huge for me because I had the time to really sit with myself. Mm-hmm. And I got certified as a yoga instructor through Y7. And um, I got my certification for holistic life um, coaching. And I tell people with the vision board, you can have everything all pretty on that board. But if there is no intention behind Mm -hmm. what you want to do and why you want to do it, it's going to stay on that board. Like, you know, people talk about manifesting it and stuff like that. Mm I can't really speak to that. Like, yes, I, I know the power of manifestation and stuff. But like I said, the, like holistic lifestyle isn't just like a one size fits all, you know, right. tailor things to you and what feels good and what works because you can read like, oh, this is how you manifest. And then you close your eyes all hard and just. Right. <laughs> right. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I think, you know, just to jump in real quick. Um, yeah. When I'm, and I tell people this, like, if I say, like, oh, I got this because of manifestation, it's mm-hmm. because, like, for me, I really, like, took the time to connect with, like, my ancestors and, like, really put that intention of, like, I need this for X, Y, and Z because I want to keep doing this and I know, like, this is, like, my purpose and this will help me continuing on my journey from, like, continuing on my purpose. And I think some people just think like, oh, like you manifest just to have nice things in your life. And it's like, no, have that purpose behind it. Like, you know, and I agree with you, especially to like on the vision board, like, yeah, I have like how much money I want to make this year and like what I want and things like that. But I also have like the spiritual aspect. And again, like my purpose and what I want to really like put that intention behind. Right. And I think some people lose that because other people not everybody but some people glorify manifestation and like you know I just bought a mm-hmm. brand new Mercedes-Benz and it's like I manifest that and it's like okay maybe you did but be really truthful about like your manifestation I agree absolutely and just like just knowing that your intention is key and for me I say that because I like I said I had those things on the vision board in 2016 and then 2020 it came to fruition because I was like oh yeah I do want to teach yoga but not to do all the Cirque du Soleil stuff Mm -hmm. I want to teach yoga because I want to help others heal intergenerational through um, trauma Mm -hmm. and through poses and different breath work modalities and things like that you you can you know there it's a tool to do that so I incorporated um, yoga into my first um, divine feminine energy group coaching program that I did and it was wonderful and then through the life coaching it wasn't like I want to be a life coach it's like no I want to be a holistic life Mm -hmm. coach because x y and z and this is something that I can like back up and I actually like you know live this this way so that's really how that came about. So from 2016 to 2020, it's evolved a lot. I had a capsule collection of loungewear before Ooh, the okay. pandemic. And I was just like, oh my goodness, should have did it then. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I realized I was like, oh, you know, maybe that comes down the line. So I've definitely learned a lot business-wise from 2016 to 2020. 
Yeah, no, I definitely, first of all, I commend you and that's amazing. Like I have a business myself and it's definitely been a journey. Yeah. Um, it's not as glorious as people think it is. At and, all. <laughs> like at all. And um, in 2020, like, you know, I agree with you. I think, you know, I tell people this a lot, like 2020 for me was a blessing in disguise because that is when I started my business and I mm-hmm. left my job. Um, and I also left my job one for medical reasons because of like the uh, COVID and just like how that affects me right. um, with my health. But also to like, it was a push that I needed. Like if that didn't happen, I would still be at my job today in New York. And I, and, and you know, what's so crazy. I'm like, honestly, like, a lot of people don't understand, but, like, I definitely, like, feel like spirits and ancestors were, it was already in my mind, like, I was already kind of not feeling happy at my job, mm. like, the month, like, literally, like, that January 2020 when it hit of, like, I'm, like, this is not what I want, like, I was thinking of going back to school for, like, another degree for something else, and just, like, I knew I really wanted to push my blog and be more consistent about it, and, it was just crazy that when March 2020 hit, it was just like, okay, like now you have all this time on your hands. Like there's no reason why you shouldn't be consistent. There's no reason why you shouldn't start this and make this legal and like X, Y, and Z. And I tell people, and you know, some people get offended, some people don't. If you didn't take the time to sit with yourself in 2020, you, and I don't want to say you don't care, but then you're happy with, the content you're content with where you are because i've known people that are like oh my god i want to get out this job i want to get out this job and i'm like well what were you doing in 20 like did you really sit with yourself in those emotions like did you do that shadow work because some of y'all keep talking about you don't want to be in this job but here you are in this job 10 years later and see those some of those people i get many different clients but Mm -hmm. sometimes a few of those people who may experience that are you know, some people that I've worked with, um, I say like, I for sure get where you're coming from too on that. Um, I think for some people it's a bit harder for them to sit with themselves. Yes. Yeah. I agree. And I definitely are scared sometimes to feel that emotion. Some people don't know where to start. Some people don't know how to be with their emotions. And on top of that, for, for a few people, you know, 2020, it was just really different for, for people. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, for you, it was a blessing in disguise. For me, I really don't know what it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. There were definitely some blessings there. There were some losses for sure. No, yeah. You know, but I don't know. I don't think that, like, I don't know. I didn't really unpack that part um, for my for myself because it was just more so, like, taking the good with the good, taking the, you know, not so great with that. But yeah. there, there are definitely people who probably wish that they could and it's just like uh I don't know now however there's people that talk a good game like the I, mm-hmm. wish, I wish I wish and don't do anything right <laughs> um, right you know um and I think I think that's that's different we're always going to come across like you know those types and for that it's just like okay you got to really want it bad enough for yourself like exactly the way some people talk about it is like oh like a nice to have it would it would be so nice to be able to leave my job not like I'm about to do this to to, you know leave my job or I don't know what I got to do but I'm gonna find out so no I agree yeah no there's definitely different people and I know for sure 2020 was different for everyone um 
I think it's just, I guess maybe, again, it's probably the people I probably come across who, like, will mm-hmm. say to me, like, you know, oh, like, I wish I, like, made that, like, took that risk like you did. And I'm like, you know, like, there's no reason why you still can't take that risk because you, right. the way you're, the way you're talking to me, it makes me feel like you want this really bad. But then from the actions I'm seeing that you're not really making a move, that's where I'm like, okay, well, maybe you don't really want this that bad. No, totally. I definitely get you. Um, but yeah, so any, I guess like also to, to bring um, with the holistic, like any tips for anyone who maybe are starting to get into like holistic, like lifestyle and just like starting that journey. Cause I know there's different ways and like people start at different times in their life and like in different, I guess, I don't want to say momentum, but in different standards. Yeah, I think like the whole is the holism 101 or basics um, <laughs> that you know people can do especially now um, is a few things so like practicing mindfulness of course um, more so living in the moment and being present and I know that social media really really takes over for a lot of us um, I told my partner the other day I was like I definitely felt addicted to Instagram or like mm-hmm. you know, in social like just being on there, you know, sometimes being on there for work and just overconsumption. And so the month off was, ooh, it was such a good feeling. Like people were like, oh my God, how do you do that? Um, I know. (laughs) But I think in terms of just using social as an example, maybe when you're taking content or like for some people who aren't content creators, but like capturing special memories and moments, you don't have to post it right away. Like mm-hmm. you could capture what you need to pre- capture. And then maybe at the end of the day or later on when you're not with who you're with, or if you're out alone, just be present and take in what is like, you know, you're not missing anything in the people who typically either watch your stories or engage with your content, they're for sure going to be there when you post it. Right. Um, and then also too, I was, I had a, um, a complimentary, I've been doing complimentary workshops about one, well, once a month, but I really just started it this year. So this is the first month <laughs> um, for my community. And yesterday I did um, a womb wellness chat and I was just talking to the ladies on there about just respecting the amazing powers of your body. So I think it's easy for us to forget just how strong and powerful, like, you know, our bodies truly are and what they allow, like our bodies allow us to do and carry us, carry us through. So just taking care of yourself, um, with purpose, you know, eating, fueling your body with like clean foods. I'm not saying, oh, you know, you can't have a burger and stuff because I'm that girl. I love a burger. Like, <laughs> I love it. Right. But I think everything is about balance and moderation because I used to be vegan for like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, I'm a flexitarian. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I, before I wasn't keeping any meat in my house, like, I probably would keep, you know, fish here and there. Um, for a long time but I recently started incorporating um, sometimes like getting like lean meats and stuff to cook but just being mindful of consumption for your body and for your mind and then also as you and I just talked about um, nourishing positive relationships and letting go of the bad so taking a social break 
if you you need to whatever that looks like to you it doesn't mean getting off social like maybe it's utilizing if you have the iphone um you know like the do not disturb feature now mm-hmm. it's, like it's really hard okay it's really hard this time around yeah like it's it i love this feature like i have one for like mindfulness date night work meetings mm-hmm. all that and you can like set it to how long I have it on my text messages. Yes, no, I'm <laughs> definitely the same. First of all, all my friends know Do Not Disturb hits my phone at 10 p.m. to like 8.30, 9 a.m. the next morning. So yeah. if you don't catch me before that period, uh, if I see, when I see it, I see it because I don't really go to bed at 10 p.m. But it's just like if I see it when I'm up at 11, then I answer. If I don't, I don't. And I'll just catch you the next day. I mean, That's most of my friends... Too most of my friends hate it but as my response is always you don't pay my phone bill and every time you are texting me something it's not like it's not detrimental like you're not dying and if you really were like I have it where it's like if you hit me again like twice or something like it'll yeah like then you know it'll come through um exactly but I love mm -hmm, no keep going keep going oh I was gonna say and like my last few would be and like I said all of these are pretty much intro and stuff that you could start doing today um so you know letting yourself grow just like modifying your life and who you are as a person like your character just like little by little um you know you don't have to just do a full like revamp of self but however you envision your highest self of being um just take little bits of that and work on yourself each day because a holistic lifestyle addresses the whole so mind body and spirit um which is why I love it (laughs) and Mm -hmm. And then I would say just incorporating like, you know, different herbs and like vitamins and stuff in your um, in your diet and lifestyle. If you haven't already, especially with COVID going on, obviously, and we're in like the cooler and colder months, depending on where you are. And some, you know, a lot of people say meditation, meditation, meditation. I am just a big like just a person on saying do what works for you because people find it hard to meditate and they feel like they have to sit there for 20 minutes you don't Mm -hmm. I go on meditative walks and I sometimes go on walks and it's silent and I'm with my thoughts other times I'm going on meditative meditative walks and I'm listening to a certain podcast and or I'm listening to just like different sound hurts as I'm on a walk and I end up walking for like an hour and a half right (laughs) But yeah, so just just doing what works for you, but also um, just keeping in mind doing something that is healthy for you and makes you feel good throughout the whole process. Yes. No, I definitely agree. You brought up two things I definitely want to comment on. Um, well, definitely the last thing that you just brought up meditation. Like I tell people, I tell people, um, definitely I have a little bit of a hard time quieting my mind because I'm just literally going to have 500 tabs like open. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do try to make sure in my morning routine, like I do like the five minute guided meditations like on YouTube, which are really like just starts my day off and just like a positive like day, which I love. And I've definitely noticed like when I don't do it, not that my day can be off, but I definitely the energy is different. And that has helped. I feel like that's been a good like leeway into like doing, you know, longer meditations and like really just controlling like, you know, once I see my mind is kind of like 
going in a different direction, like getting back into like breathing to like get me back onto the right track and just really creating a morning um, routine. I think that also helped me to like, I listen to like, as I'm getting ready or whatever I'm doing or cleaning sometimes and just whatever in my house, like I play like frequencies, like just mm-hmm. to really just put me in a better place um which has been super beneficial and then second like um I was became a pescatarian a couple months ago mm-hmm. but I am starting to get back into the gym and like do that very like not rigorously but three to four times a week we'll see how that goes but <laughs> um I got a personal trainer so we'll see how that goes but I think that will give me the motivation but I've been thinking of, you know, bringing chicken, like organic, cage-free chicken back into my life because, you know, I have to be, you know, I think it's like, I, and I, you know, I support everyone. I have friends who are vegans, vegetarians, and have been doing it for years, and I support them 100%, but I also think some people think like once you're a vegan, vegetarian, that's it, like you have to stay with that, and like you can't go back, but it's like I have to, you know, process that. If I'm going to be in the gym three, four times a week, that's a lot of activity. That's a lot of muscle work. That's a lot of, like, protein that's going to be needed. And, yes, I can get protein from other things, but I also have to be honest with my body because I know I've done that before where I have been in the gym, like, that continuously on a weekly basis. And and not that it takes a lot out of me, but – I need that that energy and I need that protein. I need that substance. Right. Um, so, you know, it doesn't, I think for me at least, I'm making the conscious effort of listening to my body. And I feel like that's what holistic wellness is all about is like listening to your body. Mm-hmm. And if that's what I kind of need you know, as I go through this, like, um, activity process, I'm going to give it to myself. I think some people will just like, be like, Oh, I, I just, well, I'm not going to do it. And I got to figure something else out. Right. Exactly. No, I, I absolutely agree. And just giving yourself grace. I'm big on that. Like, you know, if you're having a tough time or you're falling off or whatever, that's fine. Do it again tomorrow. Like mm-hmm. no matter how many times it takes for, something to become, you know, a habit and a routine and things like that. I definitely believe in rituals and routines. Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge. <laughs> like exactly. Everyone, everyone should definitely have one for sure. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with that. I think I didn't realize how much it was needed. And I'm also someone who I don't like repetitive things. It might be mm-hmm. the Virgo rising in me, my little bit of OCD, but I don't usually like to do, like, that's the reason why, too, I move around so much because I was born in Miami and, like, raised there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I moved to New York after I graduated college. Um, I just don't like the repetitiveness of always doing the same, but I don't know, something about the morning routine actually is beneficial of having that, I guess, that one constant thing. Mm-hmm. Um is a really there's good something you could like switch on and off like right days. exactly um so I feel like that has like helped a lot and, like grounded me 
Um, but I just want to um, thank you so much for um, just talking to us about like the holistic lifestyle and just everything that has helped you get to where you are today and the journey that you continue on. So I kind of want to end it on these last really two quick questions of just like what's in store for Sweet Life Sundays in 2022 and then also where can people connect with you? Okay. Um, awesome. And thank you for like having me like this was really great. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, so for 2022, right now, um, the website is getting a makeover. So there's no access to the website at the time of this recording. Um, we'll be back next month. Ooh, <laughs> and, yay. Um, however, right now, the holistic um, one-on-one coaching is still in effect. And I actually have a New Year's um, special for one-on-one coaching with me because a month typically is $700, but I am doing like one-on-one deep dives um, for $200. So if anybody is interested in that, you can contact me directly on Instagram at Jacqueline Sweet. Um, And then for the remainder of 2020, um, our aromatherapy, and when I say our, I mean me, (laughs) our aromatherapy candles are going to be back um, using a different type of wax and coming out with new scents. So excited. I love me some candles. Yes. And everyone like um, who shopped with me last year and, you know, just supported Sweet Life Sundays, fell in love with the opulence candle. That was the first candle that I made. So I'm definitely keeping that one. And there is a fragrance that I made to match and also more lifestyle um, products. So broken up in different quarters, you know, I can't, you know, I really right, can't exactly what, <laughs> but, but definitely things that you can use in your day-to-day life and implement in your rituals and also a SLS, a Sweet Life Sundays retreat. Ooh, I'm excited okay. about that. So that is going to be more towards Q3. Um, okay. There'll be things leading up to that. I'm really, really excited because I'm big on putting together events and experiences. Yes. And I'm a very intimate like person just through like my business and personal life. So the retreat is going to be amazing. I might have to end up doing two because um, I want people to connect with each other. And like, I'm always preaching like intentionality. So mm-hmm. that's more of like, you know, what I'm excited about and what's to come for 2022. Um, but my passion with the with the coaching and connecting with women um, and helping them tap into their divine feminine energy and, you know, really connect with their goals and themselves like that really, really brings me much fulfillment. Yes, I love that. Well, I'm super excited to see everything. And I'm definitely following and staying connected with you because I definitely would love to um, be a part of the retreat and just really um, experience that because that's honestly something I've been like is kind of also to one of my things it's not a it is on my vision board but it's also more in my like mind than just like a journaling of just like really getting away like I just kind of want to do one of those like not 
monk but like very spiritual <laughs> retreats like in like you know the desert like Arizona and all yes. those like things mm-hmm. um so I definitely will be watching and staying connected so I can definitely join in um and I would also like to say um if the people listening are or the community listening is following me on Instagram at Jacqueline Sweet. Definitely sign up for the newsletter because that's where I share like a lot of helpful tips. That's where um, people find out about the complimentary workshops that I'm um, hosting and just any specials and new uh, products and services that are going on. So in the link in my bio, um, you can sign up for the newsletter. Okay, exciting, exciting. Well, thank you again. It was such a great conversation. Like, I loved like just hearing like your journey and just like everything that you have going on. Um, and everyone that's listening, just please connect with her. Like, I just feel like if this is something that you're trying to get into or you're into the space and just want to learn more and just really like continue to grow um, holistically and spiritually, um, connect with Jacqueline. And again, I will catch you guys later on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. That's all for today's episode. I hope you were able to take away some new dope insight. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast for more if you're not already. And leave a review to let me know what you think. And if you want even more dope content, head over to whatsnextmail.com and subscribe to the blog to stay in touch. You can get at me on my socials too at whatsnextmail on Instagram and Twitter. I can't wait to vibe with you.